following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. They have incredible giveaways, promotions, and the new Ascend Sportsbook is now open with live sports wagering inside Soren Eagle. And their summer outdoor concert series will feature some of the biggest shows ever in Mount Pleasant. Indoor shows happening. They have the Soren Eagle Water Park and Hotel right across from the casino property. The upscale accommodations at the retreat. Everything you need is at SoaringEagleCasino.com or download the Eagle Access app. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simon. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on 19 incredible radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net where you can listen weekday afternoons at 3. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We will get into our Bud Light huge question of the day. Is JJ your number one moving forward? You tell me. There's still a lot of mixed emotions when it comes to Cade McNamara and J.J. And lately, well, in the last 24 hours, the media is doing the, hey, look what Cade did for Michigan football. It's a split decision. So I'm curious what you're thinking right now, wherever you are listening. So you can go to 1-866-838-HUGE on the call-in line. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. We'll get into the Lions and the Commanders on Sunday. Superfly Hayes and the Hayes clan will be there. They're going Tigers on Saturday, and they're doing Lions on Sunday. It's an annual family tradition. Get a little Hank Williams, and that's our family tradition. Sunday, I will be at Tin Roof, your game day headquarters, the old Chelly's about a block from Ford Field. I'll be there pregame before the Commanders and your Detroit Lions. Get an update from Tin Roof. Brittany uh, will join us from downtown Detroit. Graham Couch on Michigan State and Washington, which is a season setter, I think, like the Miami game was last year in Florida. For Mel and the Woodshed fellas, Graham Couch will join us here in about 20 minutes. We'll look back at the Akron win. Not a lot to take out of it. It's really about Jaden Reed with cut on his back. It's injuries. It's Peyton Thorne being able to get rid of the high ball. And if they beat Washington on the road, that is huge for that team. I saw Joel Klatt's top 10. He has Michigan State. 
I read that right in the top 10. Michigan at four. So we'll talk to Graham Couch, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com on Michigan UConn. Really more on the JJ story. And he'll answer our Bud Light huge question of the day. Is JJ your QB1 in Ann Arbor? Is that the right move? I'm asking you. Tim Stout from East Lansing, more on MSU and Washington. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. we got to give the Spartans some love. We barely touched on Michigan State Akron. And really, it's not even Michigan-Hawaii or even Michigan-UConn. Really, the J.J. McCarthy story has been lead on every media outlet and everything connected to Michigan football. The first two games in. So we'll go to East Lansing. We'll go to Ann Arbor. Also, our friends from the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, for the September 23rd show outdoors, we'll give away five pairs of Alice in Chains Bush tickets at Soaring Eagle. That's pretty cool. We'll do that. September 23rd, tickets for that show available at SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Soaring Eagle box office, and we'll give away five pairs. And that's also courtesy of our flagship station, 96-1, the game in GR. And I was going through some of the high school football polls from the D zone, which does a great job following high school sports across the state of Michigan and seeing that we are a statewide show. It was awesome. Uh, to see my son's Grand Rapids Forest Hill Central team check in at number 10 in Division Four football in the state of Michigan. That's just cool. Uh, they're a young team, still a ways to go, but you know what the greatest thing was about high school sports when all of you played, or if you're listening right now and you still play, when you do get some statewide notoriety, and you get in the rankings, it creates excitement inside that school, inside that locker room, on that team bus. It does. And it's not overhyping kids. It's just reward when these coaches and players are working hard. doesn't mean that they are one of the top 10 teams, but they're recognized right now at number 10, which is awesome. Now, this is a great high school football state. It really is. We have so many vibrant areas when it comes to high school football. And because of the huge show being across 19 stations, being the only statewide sports radio network in the country, I know a few others will have a couple of cities. Yeah, I see cities that we get calls from or that I've been to or that I know through doing this show for nearly 21 years, which, by the way, September 23rd, that date, on Allison Chains and Bush at Soren Eagle will be my 21st anniversary with the huge show in Michigan. 21st anniversary. So I was looking at uh, the D zone rankings Division Six, West Catholic, Michigan Collegiate, Millington, Constantine, Clinton, Elmont, Boyne City. Kent City, Water, Valit, and Duran. We have between 96.1 in Grand Rapids or 96.5 The Cave down in Adrian. 
or even Sports Extra 1330 over in Flint with Duran. We have so many stations. Clinton, I know 96.5 The Cave carries her games. That's awesome. Uh, Division One: Belleville, West Bloomfield, Caledonia, Saline, Rockford, Dakota, Chippewa Valley, Detroit Catholic Central, Davison, and Clarkston, the top 10. D2 football rankings after week three, De La Salle, Dexter, Livonia, Franklin, Muskegon, Mona Shores, Saginaw Heritage, South Lyon, South Lyon East, Traverse City Central, Roseville and Harper Woods. The D-Zone's top 10 D3 high school football rankings after week three, River Rouge, Detroit King, Wall Lake Western, DeWitt, Mason, Mount Pleasant, Zeeland West, Muskegon, Gibraltar Carlson, and Birmingham Brother Rice. I just love that I know we have affiliates in a lot of these cities. It's awesome. Uh, the D-Zone's top 10 Division Five high school football rankings after week three. Grand Rapids Catholic Central 1, Frankenmuth for our listeners on Sports Extra 1330. Gladwin, I know we have listeners on 100.9 FM that tune in in Gladwin. Detroit Country Day, Portland, Flint and Hamity, Notre Dame Prep, Muskegon Oak Ridge, which you can hear 96-1 the game, our flagship station in the Muskegon area, Berrien Springs, and Summit Academy. And the D-Zone's top 10 Division Four high school football rankings after week three, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, Freeland, and again, 100.9 FM, we get a ton of interaction from Freeland, Redford Union, Chelsea is number four, Edwardsburg five, Croswell Lexington at six, Whitehall at seven, Grand Rapids South Christian at eight, Tecumseh for our listeners on 96.5 The Cave, and Adrian at number nine, and Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern at number 10. That's awesome, man. They're a young team, Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, and Coach Swander and his staff, and they have a fantastic quarterback in Brendan Thompson, who's one of the top high school baseball prospects. And they have great leadership. And, and on and off the field, and it's really a great mix, and they're young. And like I said, my son Ace is 6'2", 260, D-tackle, right tackle on the O-line, D-tackle. He's quick. He's committed. He works hard. He's a good kid. Listens to his coaches. Hey, let them enjoy that, right? And they have Bryson Kuzal, who is top 15 running back in the state. 6'1", runs a 4'3", 9". Yeah, I shared his first three games highlights at Huge Show on Twitter off of Huddle. He's a D1 prospect. Then they got Kloon Van Andel, who's the number 12 rated kicker in America. Great soccer player for the Hawks at Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, where my son Legend is on the varsity team with Kloon. He kicked a 42-yarder last week against Kenowa. It would have been good from 62. He has an unbelievable leg. I call him D1 Van Andel. He tells me, you know what? You're better than Jim Rome. My dad doesn't think so, but I do. My mom thinks you're better than Dan Patrick. My dad doesn't think so, but I do. And so does my mom. I love when I'm around people and they start arguing about whether or not they like my show and I'm standing there. 
Do I argue with you? Like, okay, I like your mom, I like you, I don't like your dad. I don't do that. I'll tell you what, to have high school sports back, pandemic-free, it is a beautiful feeling. It really is. Just, it's been an unbelievable fall. And for me as a sports dad, to have my daughter Ava playing for Forest Hills Eastern Varsity Volleyball, to have my son beginning his second year on varsity, just a sophomore, still 15. Man. And legend who just got burned out on club soccer and came back last early last summer and tried out for JV and gets moved up to varsity. It really is surreal for me as a dad. Because I know that I, I was there for my kids, and I still am, but when they were young and drove them all around the country or in an ice storm driving ace to his power strength workouts. And like I told the kids, though, once you get to high school, it's up to you if you want it. If you want it, you have to work hard. You have to keep up your grades. You have to respect people. You have to want it. You're going to earn it. I'm not going to hold your hand. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not the crazy dad in the stands. I still do get irritated with officials or referees that let things go on where somebody could get hurt. That bothers me. They're not going to get every call right. I don't get every opinion or prediction right, so I can relate to them. Just think if Brett had a flag he could throw for every bad prediction. And then he had a little he had a little mic where he'd go, illegal use of the prediction, Bill Simonson, repeat our one. It's like I told my daughter, senior year, if you want to play beyond high school, that's your choice. But I will tell you that what you don't go after in high school will be a regret in your heart when you're older. It will. Did you give it your all? And that could be in theater, uh, the marching band, uh, the choir. I'm serious. Your grades, volunteering. It's not just sports. Did you do everything you could to be a better person? Did you not go out for sports because you wanted to hang out with your friends and you missed a great season? And then when you're 35, 40, you're going to look back and the worst feeling in life is regret. It is. And I'm talking about, you know, obviously grief would be number one. But it's regretting you didn't do something. And that nervous excitement of walking out there and knowing that you're on an island People do have your back, but you need to work and get it done. Like I tell everybody, as I'm close to celebrating the 21st anniversary here in Grand Rapids, that day I drove into Chicago when I had signed my contract, and I'm driving up from Texas when I was working in Austin, and I see the skyline of Chicago, and I'm coming up the highway, and I'm thinking about the 10 years I had put in. Had to move away from my brother, moved away from a couple girlfriends, had to sacrifice. But I was chasing a dream. And that's what all these high school kids need to understand. And it's a different mindset with some today.
But I will tell you the value of high school sports with a team. That when that Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern team, which is young and has a superstar running back in Bryson Kudzall, when they see that rankings, that will mean something to them in the D zone, being number 10 in the state in D4. That will mean something. That moment in the locker room, whether the coach tells them, whether somebody shares it with the team. Yeah, my flyby banner at practice. Congrats on being number 10 in the D4 top 10. Coach thought that was a little extreme. And I had a skydiver drop the first practice ball, and he came in. He said, over the top, Bill. I said, hey, you know what? I'm excited. So enjoy the ride, man. There is nothing better than watching your kids play for their school. There isn't. I'm talking connected to sports. I know club sports are big to some, but your kid playing for their school when they're in the hallways of that school does so much for teamwork, camaraderie, for their confidence. Tough losses, monster wins. Hey, we're ranked. That's the great part of high school sports. It is. And I've told you about my regret. When I didn't go to school my freshman year at Grand Rapids Central, and I flunked every class, I was deemed ineligible my senior year at Sparta, and that was the year I was going to play football, basketball, and baseball. Couldn't play. Ineligible. Because I was running with the wrong crowd, and I thank my late Uncle Ed and Uncle CL for moving me my mom, my brother, my sister to Sparta because it changed my life and it saved my life. And I found great men who were leaders, fathers, coaches, teachers, principals. Louis Emmons, the Bradfords, Claire Middleton. I found all these people that I met when I was a sophomore in high school who gave me a kick in the ass when I needed it, a hug when I needed it, and said, Congratulations. And I had to live that senior year and watch all those teams and go to school knowing that I, Bill Simonson, not anyone else in this world, I was responsible and accountable for what I did as a freshman. And I graduated with a 3.85 GPA. Went to college. But I will tell you the pain of missing those three seasons That will live with me forever. And that's why I think I have this unbridled passion for high school sports. Not that I live vicariously through my kids. But I still love the innocence of walking up to a stadium or going to a new stadium I've never been to or concession stand food. I love it. The hot dogs may have been there for three weeks. They're a little green and I'm like, oh, they got some tomatilla sauce on them. I love the entire high school experience across the board. I don't care what the sport is. I'm not a big fan of volleyball. And even if my daughter isn't starting, I try and make what matches I can. Knowing that my son legend gave up soccer, the pandemic hit him hard. Things away from the soccer field became a part of his life. He didn't touch a ball for 19 months. And he chose on his own to go back and play. And made the JV team and has been moved up to varsity. 
It's the journey, man. It's the journey. It's not the score. I haven't brought up anything outside of even in a ranking at top 10 or in the top 10. It's that journey for your kids. And those journeys are there in the marching band, in the choir, someone who's National Honor Society. I'm not just confining and defining this to sports. But I'll say as a grown man who is going to turn 61 on September 19th, even though I look like I'm 31, people are like, are you like Mel Gibson in that movie where forever young, where you go the reverse age and then it catches up one day? I'm like, no, I just, I'm like Brady. I eat a lot of kale. I do. I just stop on the side of the road, start chewing grass. Next to a rest area. People are like, who's that guy? Is that huge from the huge show going to the Lions game? Why is he chewing grass by the Brighton exit? And I do want to thank all the coaches, all the ADs who have to be there 12 hours. Especially ADs where I just pull up and park when I want to and I'm not going to play the do you know who I am card. But I'm not waiting in line. I will in concession stands. I have thought about going to the back door saying, do you know who I am? Not going to do that. So good luck to all the sports, fall, winter, and spring, and especially to the seniors and the senior parents. And on Wednesday, the parents of Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern Superfly asked me to announce senior night and the tributes to the six seniors and announce a game, which could be my last time ever on a microphone on Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern property. I want to come up with nicknames for every kid. But what if they don't like it? But I'll do that for the seniors. Because I know what I missed. But it drove me. You get that fork in the road. Kind of what Tom Christopher, an old football coach and teacher at Sparta, told me, Bill, when you go through the hills and valleys and you find a way to flatten out your emotions in your life, you will be in radio, TV, or film one day. Said it to me, 18 years of age, final day of school. You will be in radio, TV, or film, or you'll be selling swampland in Florida. <laughs> Thanks, Coach. I appreciate it, Mr. Christopher. Sparta, Michigan did a lot for me, did a lot for my family. My brother Bob, my sister Sue, and my mother. Like I said, Louis Emmons, the Bradfords, gosh, the list is just so long. And that town rocked when the teams were rocking. When your football team is good in a community, school days are better. The week's better. No matter what you say, oh, I don't like football. No, in your community, when your football team is good. Life is better. We'll talk football. Graham Couch will join us. We'll look back at Michigan State Akron, get an injury update on the Spartans, look ahead to Michigan State and Washington. Updates on Michigan UConn coming up. We'll talk Lions and more. I got the Allison Chains Bush tickets for Soren Eagle September 23rd at 6.30. Five pairs we'll give away later in the broadcast. Courtesy of our flagship station, 96.1, the game in Grand Rapids. And also the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Are you a JJ fan? 
is there any reason he shouldn't be the starter full-time moving forward? I think most of us are in agreement, but I'll leave it up to you. Answer that one, 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge At Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Are you ready to hit the open road? You know, get out of Dodge. Meet us at the Detroit Camper Show. Vickers Trailer Sales specializes in towables. New and used pop-ups, retro-style campers, travel trailers, and fifth wheels. Browse inventory online at VickersTrailerSales.com. That's V-I-C-A-R-S TrailerSales.com. Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom and pop deals. Campers starting at $89.99. Or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth? Consistently refreshing and consistently light. You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer doing the double dip in Detroit. Saturday Tigers, Sunday Lions, and the Commanders. I'll be at Tin Roof pregame party for the first four Lions home games. The old Jellies block from Ford Field before Washington and Detroit on Saturday. Superfly is bringing the Hayes clan, Hammer and Hank Hayes. 
Talk about when he played high school baseball in Old Tiger Stadium and hit one over the roof. His whole team was going, the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. They had a team full of soul back in the day. Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast, will join us momentarily. Get his thoughts on Michigan State. Night game at Washington actually won't be night out in Seattle. State's an underdog getting three and a half points. Oh, Michigan's only given 46 and a half. They didn't cover the 52 against the Rainbow Warriors. But light, huge question of the day. Is J.J. your QB1 in Ann Arbor? Is it the right move? Answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. That's HUGE, 21,000. Go talk to Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal, Couch of the Rube podcast, award-winning according to the Couch Broadcasting Industry, a CBI's award we all covet. He's standing by, first big game of the year uh, for Michigan State. It reminds me of the trip to Miami last year, which kind of set the tone and the scene for the rest of the season. How you doing, Graham? I'm doing well. Yeah, no, it, it is. I think it's there's a lot of similarities in terms of the opportunity, in terms of how this team will will feel about itself, and in terms of how people will regard this team. Injuries. I think that's the first thing we got to get into. What's the status of Reed? Where are they at on the injury front? Because that's been the only negative about this team two games in. Yeah, you know. I, Mel Tucker is about as coy as it comes with injuries, and sometimes you can get somebody to give something away. They haven't said much with him now. Um, my, my my hunch is that he'll play, but uh, that would be a big blow because when you look at uh, Peyton Thorne's, um some of the issues he's had in the, in the first two weeks, and you look at last week in particular, um, like he, he had nine off-target passes last week. And of those nine passes, five were – uh, to Keon Coleman, two were f- to a freshman Jeremy Bernard, zero to um, Jaden Reed, which which can you know you can deduct and, and basically say that Jaden Reed is in the right place when the ball gets released, and so hence the ball's on target. And I, I think if you know they got some nice young players at the receiver position, but to have a guy that you have that connection with in a big game that you trust to be in the right place and to make the plays is, is no small thing. What do you like about this team? Because you know, I think Michigan and Michigan State, it's tough to get a true gauge. Uh, Western was okay. Uh, Akron was horrible. Um, what do you take from the first two for Michigan State that tells you uh, this will help them have a shot at winning out west against the Huskies? Well, I, I do think that Jacoby Winman, the you know, defensive end transfer from UNLV, is, is the real deal. Um, and that Having a you know, and I think they've got they're much improved with the pass rush on the edge, especially, and having that sort of guy and that sort of threat 
and what that does to change the rest of the defense and when, when offenses are now concerned in game planning for one guy, I think that's good. that is something you can take out of it. I think there's really promising things with the two running backs, uh, Broussard and Berger, and um, I think those guys both look good and will look good all year. The question becomes, what does that offensive line look like against you know formidable competition? And you know, can Peyton Thorne uh, and, and get it, uh, you know, get get a groove going here? And I, and I think he will. I think, in, in some ways, I think it'll help that they're going into a game where. You know, you're not trying to, to win with style points. You're not trying to get people involved. You're not trying to show or trying new things. You're just trying to win. You're trying to take what's there. And if you win, you've played well. I mean, that's the only barometer when you're playing a game like this. So I think that actually in some ways helps. Um, but, yeah, it, there's no doubt. You find a lot out a lot more about what's real and what's not when you play a game like this. And um, it's time for them to play a game like this. Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast, Lansing State Journal, opinion maker, great Twitter feed. Uh, when you look at the Big Ten a couple games in, I'm trying to figure out gauge games. You had Notre Dame, Ohio State. That seemed bigger than life. And Notre Dame for three quarters was there. And then we watched Notre Dame turn around and lose to Marshall out of the Sun Belt. You have Michigan, who's looked good. But again, it's, you know, Hawaii. Michigan may be doing the trifecta. On Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn, the three worst teams in D1 football to open the season. It, it's too bad, too, because it, somebody described it to me, and I thought this was good. Is It's sort of like a wasted game day this yes. at Michigan Stadium. You only get so many of these, and I, I just don't get it. Like, I, I, you know, I have a real problem with anybody playing eight home games in college football, and I know Ohio State's doing the same thing. And Ohio State at least did play Notre Dame, but you, you know the years you're going to have five conference home games. And in those games, you should be on the road in the non-conference. In those years, I should say. And I, I don't, I don't get it. It just, it, it's like, I mean, we're waiting to see. I think this Michigan team is really good. We're just not going to get to see them play anything that's at all interesting um, in the non-conference. The good news is, with the multiple TV networks pulling over seven billion to pay the Big Ten, you're not going to get three dog games like this again on your schedule. Uh, you're going to get one if you're lucky. Uh, you're going to get an added conference game. There's going to be an interconference game with these networks having multiple conferences they work with. There's no reason uh, for Michigan to play these three week of opponents. I, I again, you know, if you're a young team and you're playing all young guys, because th- this is as close to NFL preseason as you'll ever see that I witnessed in the first two games for Michigan, and that we should witness on Saturday at the Big House against UConn. Yeah, I mean, they do it again next year, although next year at least they've got the five road conference games, so it's only seven home games, but still their non-conference schedule is abysmal. It, it, I don't know why they're doing it. I don't it, I don't remember it being this bad. I know they're not a team that's traveled a lot in the non-conference. Um, and I do think once you get to a 12-team playoff, certainly, and you know, there's not as much pressure on these, these early games, but you know, I would love the committee to, to, to send a message, and even in the you – know, I don't know if it'll it'll ever happen. Where that's brought up in November, and it's brought up as they do these playoff rankings, and and they sort of make a point about it. And you know, you want to reward a team like Alabama that went on the road in a true road game at Texas to open the year. Like that is, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't understand the value of it. I don't understand what you get out of it for your players. You certainly, you know, 
you rip off your fans who are paying good money for those seats and wait all year for football season. I get the one home opener that's not great. Uh, to me, by week two, you ought to have something that's a little little tougher, and, and certainly by week three. Well, the problem is not, not if you're the playoff committee. You're not going to look at these first three games because you're going to judge what Michigan does against Penn State. Uh, and Well, Iowa doesn't look <laughs> – they have great defense again, but you saw what Michigan did to their uh, defense last year in the Big Ten championship game. And I think Penn State is under the radar, looked pretty good on the road – at Purdue, uh, you get Michigan State, we'll find out. They go win at Washington, they're going to think they can win every game on their schedule this year. I'm serious. They get Ohio State at home, and we know he's 2-0, he being Mel Tucker against Michigan. That, that Miami gave them confidence, and that's why I look at this Michigan State at Washington game, and I'm trying to figure out those three games, how you didn't buy out one of them and just add a tough one maybe in the middle – so then you have a recovery game that that game two instead of Hawaii on the Big Ten Network would have been somebody worth a darn. Yeah, because there's value in it. You know, you, you, you said the word confidence. And Cal Halliday, the linebacker for Michigan State, said it today. I mean, that Miami game gave them confidence. It changed yep. the way that program felt about itself. You know, and it, it, the, the preparation that went into playing in that 90-degree heat and the traveling there and the – um, you know, you know the, the months of the right fluids and the right diets, and, and and to be the better team in the fourth quarter in that environment, they left there thinking the world of themselves, and it, and it carried over. If you look at sort of the peak of last year's MSU season, you know that game there, and the, the, the win over Rutgers, and uh, all the way through the, the you know parts of the Michigan game, really when they were at full strength with with Jalen Naylor and Reed and, and Kenneth Walker. I mean. That, that team realized it could be good, and that happened in Miami. And, and you get, you know, you, you face adversity and you find out about yourself, and it's sometimes better to do that before you face conference play. Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast. Search for it wherever you download your podcast, Lansing State Journal, Opinion Maker. Uh, your thoughts on that game, your prediction Saturday before I let you go, Michigan State at Washington. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to see because Washington hasn't played anybody great either. But, you know, new coach um, who's an offensive-minded guy who's faced Michigan State before. He's been a lot of places. He's faced Scotty Hazleton before in different leagues. And uh, you have a quarterback they're somewhat familiar with, and Michael Penix. I think it's a much-improved Washington team, Washington program, re- reinvigorated, tough game. Um, and so we're going to find out if Michigan State has a lot of the things they have in them. They're underdogs, three-and-a-half points. I Right now, I'm probably leaning towards picking Washington slightly, just because I've seen. You know, I, I've been to a number of these games out west for Michigan State over time, and they haven't they haven't really won any of them other than the uh, the Rose Bowl. And and uh, so the question is, is what Mel Tucker brings different? And to some extent, it has been, uh, but but we're going to see for real here. And the seven thirty start, which is four thirty out there, is better than playing you know at three thirty or even you know earlier. In the afternoon, so uh, it'll be interesting. It's the first test game uh, for Michigan State, and I'm curious to see what we get, just like I was going into that Miami game a year ago. Graham Couch, thank you so much for your time. Anytime. All right, Graham Couch joining us uh, here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Remember, you can find the 19 stations, whether you're traveling, vacationing, or where you live, just go to thehugeshow.net. Michigan football update, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com will join us in 20 minutes. 
Tim Stout from Stout on Sports in Lansing. More on Michigan State, Washington. Brittany will check in from Tin Roof in downtown Detroit. Your game day headquarters, the old Chelly's, a block away from Ford Field. And I'll have another pregame bash happening this Sunday at Tin Roof. We'll talk to Brittany, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. And on the Soaring Eagle Tuesday, I have five pairs of Allison Chains Bush tickets at Soaring Eagle, Friday, September 23rd. 6.30 is that concert start. We'll give those tickets away before we are done. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log onto your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of the offer all season long. Just opt in to the one-game parlay insurance program, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any MLB game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Urban, the Speed of Now World Tour, the must-see show of 2022, September 22nd, Van Andel Arena, with Tyler Hubbard, and special guest, Ingrid Andrus. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Keith Urban, the Speed of Now World Tour. Huge here for the Tullymore Golf Resort. Now, they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. So fall is here. Kids are back to school, but there's still time to book a stay-and-play package in September or October and even look ahead to 2023 for that golf getaway, that special event, that wedding, that reception, that outing. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. Everything you need is at TullymoreGolf.com. They're located less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And they also have prime real estate available for your second home where you can live there full-time year-round in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Go to TullymoreGolf.com to get more information. That's TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you live within driving distance, get up there and play 18 at Tullymore or 18 at St. Ives. You can book your tee time right now at TullymoreGolf.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan, a Tuesday broadcast presented by the incredible Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort. Book your getaway today at SoarinEagleCasino.com. Also, download the Eagle Access app, great indoor shows, and an outdoor show still on the schedule, Allison Chains and Bush at Soren Eagle, Friday, September 23rd, 6.30 p.m. 
I'll have some tickets to give away before we are done, courtesy of our flagship station, 96.1 The Game NGR. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Is J.J. McCarthy your QB1? Is it the right move for Michigan? You tell me. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. It's our Bud Light HUGE question of the day. I want to thank Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Now, if you miss any interview, any show, any hour, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. They have incredible giveaways, promotions, and the new Ascend Sportsbook is now open with live sports wagering inside Soren Eagle. And their summer outdoor concert series will feature some of the biggest shows ever in Mount Pleasant. Indoor shows happening. They have the Soren Eagle Water Park and Hotel right across from the casino property. The upscale accommodations at the retreat. Everything you need is at SoaringEagleCasino.com or download the Eagle Access app. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back for hour number two statewide on 19 incredible radio stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also, when you're at thehugeshow.net, get your pro football picks in in the weekly Beat Huge Contest. $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Garter could be yours. Play every week through the big game in February. It's a weekly contest. You can play one week, every week, whatever you want to do. Just go to thehugeshow.net. Thursday night game is always a freebie. Get your picks in by Sunday. Sunday morning. Inside the sour, Anthony Broom from TheWolverine.com. His thoughts on J.J. McCarthy, Cade McNamara, and also what Michigan will get out of playing three of the worst teams in college football to start the season. They still have the games where the playoff committee can't say anything about the first three. They can't because they, they're at Ohio State. They'll get Michigan State at home. They'll get Penn State. Right? They got their game at Iowa, even though Iowa's offense is pathetic, horrible. So we'll hear from Anthony Broom, Tim Stout from Stout on Sports from the game, 730 AM and we'll check in. Brittany We'll be on the line from Tin Roof, our game day headquarters for Lions home games this year. The old Chelly's just a block from Ford Field. If you're going down to the game, Superfly and the Hayes family are doing the double dip. Tigers on Saturday. The question is, who has a better chance of getting shut out, the Tigers or the Lions? 
Then he's going to the Lions game. Commanders on Sunday. So join us. Tin Roof. Every Lions home game. I think they open up, what, 9 o'clock in the morning? It's not a little bit earlier. The old Chellies. Uh, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com later on the state of Michigan football. And Jim Comperoni on Michigan State. The Spartans with a huge road trip. One of the biggest since Mel Tucker took over in East Lansing at Washington on Saturday night. Man, you got what time's that Tigers game on Sunday? Is that a night game? Saturday. Night game? Oh, yeah, you got the Michigan State game going on at 7.30. How you going to do that? They should play a day game. They should change the game time, the Tigers should, just to suit the Hayes clan. Bud Light, huge question of the day is, J.J. McCarthy, your QB1, is that the right move by Harbaugh? Answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also in the next, what, 90 minutes or so, I'll give away five pair of Alice in Chains Bush tickets at Soaring Eagle on Friday, September 23rd. That's in Mount Pleasant. Those tickets are courtesy of our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Thank you, B-Side. That guy gets it done when it comes to promotions and the social networks for our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. I'm looking at the power rankings, and I'm thinking after one week and watching Russell Wilson, hey, uh, good job, Bill, on your survivor pool by picking Denver, and I'm out of my survivor pool after one game. That's so, Bill. Just so. The dude had the leg for the 64-er. 64-er? Hey, 64-er? Hey, where are you from? You from uh, You from Finland? You got to kick a 64-er? Sounds like a Boston guy. Hey, did, did he get try to kick a 65 Out of my... How did I not take Baltimore against the Jets and Joe Flacco? Out of my survivor pool, one game in. And a survivor pool, if you haven't played it, you pick a team. They have to cover the spread in this one. Which they wouldn't have covered anyways. No, no, they just have to win in this one, not the spread. So the spread was like Denver minus seven. And he misses it. I'm done. I just turned off the TV, went to bed. And then ironically, my son Legend calls me during the show and says the big, huge, whatever it was, 72-inch TV hanging in my living room fell. And then I'm thinking it fell off the, you know, it had one of the, it was bolted in, just fell, crashed. And I'm like, karma? Yeah, today. <laughs> I might want to pull it off the wall after watching the guy miss a 64-yarder. So now I got homeowners insurance. You know, take photos, please. Send them to us. Oh, yeah. How old's a TV? I bought it yesterday. Insurance people, I, Dennis Root Canal dealing with insurance people. Dennis Root Canal 
no, no laughing gas, no shots, straight pain, dealing with insurance people. My Lord. He sends me the photo. My sister, you know, watches the kids on my weeks when I'm at work, and this fell off. Luckily, no one was, it's a big TV. It's like three years old, I think. But I was, with the evolution of the TVs, our Wi-Fi and Internet, I think I could have used an upgraded one anyways. So I'm not announcing insurance fraud for those of you listening. <laughs> it fell. It really did. It fell. A legend. You want a Jersey Mike sub delivered? Pull the TV down from the wall. Let's go talk about Michigan football. J.J. McCarthy, K. McNamara, the storyline of the season. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com. Michigan Insider is standing by the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Thank you again for having me. All right. Uh, the J.J. story has been there almost every day since, I don't know, even last season it was still there. But it's been hot since uh, last season ended and the Georgia loss, and it's still there. Uh, I, I think, can we expect now, we being the media and the fans, that McCarthy is your number one guy unless he's getting blown out or Michigan's blowing out somebody? Yeah, or unless the disastrous thing happens and there's an injury of some sort. But, yeah, I think I think we've turned the page here. I think after, you know, you say since the Georgia game, I really honestly, it's – since he stepped on campus and probably even before then, where this is this is the type of guy, you know, earlier in the summer we heard Jim Harbaugh reference a player as a gift from the football gods in his freshman class. And he was referring to a 6'4", 350-pound defensive tackle, Kenneth Grant. But in this scenario, I mean, we've, we know how difficult it's been at Michigan to not only just recruit a star quarterback, but just find a guy who can, who can make plays for you. And... J.J. McCarthy just kind of fell. I mean, I don't know if he'd be there if he didn't love the university, love, you know, was a Michigan fan, things like that. So it is a gift, and it's always been a matter of time. I mean, Cade McNamara did did the Lord's work for them, uh, especially beating Ohio State, winning a Big Ten title. But, the you know, the, the knowledge of, of that situation was, was always that, He's kind of just, I don't want to say keeping the seat warm, but when J.J. McCarthy's ready to play, he's going to be on the field. And he's here. He's arrived. And listen, I know I know he was pretty much thrown against air in a lot of, in a lot of those plays he made against Hawaii, but um, I saw everything I needed to see. And I expected to see that, too, because all, all I've ever seen him do in high school, film, in you know, in opportunities he's gotten on the field is make plays and elevate the guys around him. So, yeah, I think we've we've turned a page here, and now it's you know, the next storyline is old J.J. McCarthy's the best quarterback since you know fill in the blank. Um, but yeah, it's as far as his time and when it comes, it's here, it's arrived, and now Michigan moves forward, and I think everyone can kind of move forward now. They can move forward until uh, he doesn't beat Big Ten teams that Cade beat last year, and then this is going to be as the Twitter turns and the soap opera will completely flip. Yeah, I mean, there, there's always an element of that. Um, you know, I, you know, let's let's call a spade a spade. Cade McNamara's best game in a Michigan uniform came in a loss. So if JJ McCarthy goes out and beats Michigan State, 
he'll be a hero for that. I mean, the Ohio State game was a was a team victory that that Cade had a role in. Um, but again, it's a team victory. Um, yeah, I mean, JJ McCarthy, like we've talked about numerous times on here, when he steps onto the field, that's just there's an extra little hesitation from the defense because this is a guy that can you know slip out the back gate and and run on you or rip a, you know, like we saw on Saturday, a rip a post route uh, 56 yards down the field, put it right on the money. He can do a little bit of little, a little bit of it all. And we're going to, we're going to start getting some hyperbole because that's what, that's what fans do. That's what analysts do. But I don't know. There's a thing on the football field that he's not capable of doing. And like I said, I, I just, if it's all there and then he does the little things well, I mean, tip of the hat to the guy that came before him, but I think people will move past that pretty quickly. Anthony Broom for the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. I think in order, it's the arm strength of JJ. If I went lining up Cade versus JJ, just on QB skills, arm strength superior with JJ, speed superior. Uh, Now the question is, Cade had a pretty good resume off of the championship season and getting to the Final Four, and like we just talked about, Anthony, can can J.J. match that or one-up him, right? That, that's that, that's the drama on this season right now. Yeah, because the things that Cade did well, I mean, you put the two guys next to each other on a field and just have them do a combine, JJ's, J.J. wins that instantly. But, you know, Joe Milton was like, not comparing the two, but Joe Milton was like that too, um, a guy that, you know, Cade McNamara winds up beating out halfway through that COVID season for the job. Um, you know, there's something to be said about not turning over the football and executing snap to snap. And, and to be frank, I mean, the lack of execution uh, in that first game and, you know, is something that, you know, that was the leg up that McNamara had on McCarthy in this battle. And we didn't see it in that first game. We didn't see it when he was on the field Saturday night. So, um, and we did see it from J.J. McCarthy. I mean, he's he's 15 for 16 passing on the air. His only incompletion was a drop that Ronnie Bell had, which I, you're not going to see many of those. Um, he's been on the money, and it's it's always been. When he can come and when, when snap to snap, he can make the appropriate reads, make the right throw. Um, is there going to be, you know, is there going to be a couple more mistakes, uh, maybe a few more interceptions here and there? Yeah, if you throw the ball more, that's how math works. But I just feel like that's, like I said, I mean, Cade McNamara, the thing that kept him ahead in that battle was the fact that you did execute at a high level. And when you needed a drive, you needed a play, they were usually able to die one up. Um, the fact that they feel that McCarthy is there and he's proven that he's there, um, something that Jim Harbaugh always says is the only way to get better at football is to play more football. So, the only way he could find a way to match that experience, match that level of execution is to play more. And he's going to get that chance now and we'll see how it continues to to develop. But I I have no doubts that, you know, he'll be able to match that and then probably surpass it given how talented he is. Are there any other Michigan starters who could lose their jobs as a starter, not playing time, but just their jobs as a starter before we get to big 10 play? I don't know that I see that right now. I mean, unless someone kind of kind of doesn't perform on Saturday, I think for the most part everyone's been fairly consistent. I know they've had some some offensive line uh, kind of 
ups and downs so far, but I don't think anyone's in danger of losing their job there. Um, you know, the, the pass rush, uh, you know, they have so many guys they can use uh, and so many guys that have made plays. And I don't know. I just don't – in the here and now, I don't know that anyone is really in danger of losing their job, you know, with what happens this weekend. I think for the most part, everyone's been pretty consistent and has come to play in these first two games. Um, now, something I'll be interested in seeing is how much everyone plays on Saturday because – you know, this is this is the dress rehearsal now. I mean, those first two weeks were what they are, but you know, you've picked a quarterback. What your team looks like is is now sort of taking shape. And I don't, I don't, you know, I think they called off the dogs a bit in that Hawaii game. I don't expect that to happen on Saturday. So, um, what you put on film will ultimately determine if you stay on the field or not. So, as you know, in the here and now, the only guy I really see that. Um, the only starter change that I see, I guess, is is that quarterback. Anthony Broom, part of the Wolverine.com team. They've connected with On3.com. You can follow everything Michigan, Big Ten, and college football at the Wolverine.com. And also, Anthony, along with Clayton and Chris, take you inside Michigan football year-round. Anthony, thank you so much for the update. Enjoy that epic UConn-Michigan game Saturday at the Big House. I will. I am so ready for games that matter. Oh, oh gosh, God. it's like it's like this is like preseason. It's how I felt watching the Lions' first three preseason games. Excited about the first one. Now I can't wait to get to the games that matter. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for having me. All right, Anthony Broom joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Our Bud Light, the huge question of the day is JJ McCarthy. Your QB1 for Michigan, is it the right move supplanting Cade McNamara? You can answer that one, 866-838-4843. That's one, 866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. That's the word HUGE to 21000. Update on Michigan State traveling out west to take on Washington. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports in Lansing on our affiliate, The Game, 7.30 a.m. He'll join us next. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site, playeagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to playeagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Get more for your money and get a healthy dinner for less when you shop Meyer. Start your meal with Earthbound Farm Organic Salad for $2.99. 
Then shop Frederick's by Meyer Cook Shrimp for $8.99 for the main course. Add delicious Nor Pasta or Rice Sides for only $1.35. And clean it all up with Bounty Paper Towels for $12.99. Get more for your money. And get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Are you ready to hit the open road? You know, get out of Dodge. Meet us at the Detroit Camper Show. Vickers Trailer Sales specializes in towables. New and used pop-ups, retro-style campers, travel trailers, and fifth wheels. Browse inventory online at VickersTrailerSales.com. That's V-I-C-A-R-S TrailerSales.com. Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom and pop deals. Campers starting at $89.99. Or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. We originate from the Auto Valley Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio each and every day. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. I think Tim Stout, Stout on Sports. From our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. That airs weekday mornings, 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. in Lansing. Huge show airs weeknights at 6 p.m. on a tape-delayed basis. And Tim, what do you think of the MSU win over Akron and uh, they're an underdog, I think, three-point underdog, give or take, going out to Washington. What goes down Saturday against the Huskies? Well, I just got done looking at some video of Washington's first two games, Bill, and they're exactly like Michigan State. I mean, they beat Kent State 45-20, to and they beat Portland State 52-6. to So what am I supposed to get out of that? I mean, I agreed with what Chris Ballas told you last night, that, you know, when you watch Michigan play, you know, Colorado State and Hawaii, how can you really determine, you know, what you're seeing there one way or the other? I'm not smart enough. I don't know football well enough to watch games against misguided, you know, mismanaged team, misguided teams, teams that don't match like an NFL game against a CFL team, in my opinion. I mean, I think State has, I, I think State's got enough veteran players to win out there because, you know, again, that team hasn't played anybody. They'll be all excited. 
The thing about Washington that has me concerned for Michigan State is Michael Penix, the quarterback, because I saw him complete 21 straight passes when he was playing for Indiana in Spartan Stadium. And Indiana would have won that day, but he got injured and went out of the game, and State managed to come back and narrowly win. And he's had injury issues, you know, at Indiana till he finally transferred to Washington. Now he's off to a very good start, and they're excited about him because you know they have a quarterback that can play. Plus, I'm not one. I'm not at all convinced that Michigan State secondary is that much. You know better than what it was a year ago when it finished dead last in the nation. You can't tell me that playing Western and Akron with you know Western had a, a first game quarterback and Akron starter got knocked out of the game earlier in the second stringer. I don't. I think you could beat him out. So that's who they faced, and those teams managed to still throw the ball around a bit. Both of the teams State played turned the ball over excessively. Had neither of them turned the ball over, if nothing else, those games would have been much uh, a much closer score, especially Western Michigan. That said, if Peyton Thorne plays better and Morse throws it more accurately on the West Coast than what he's done in the first two, you know, I think State certainly could probably pull out a close game. I think you know both these teams have got some some question marks. I guess I like State in a very close game just simply because I think Washington is so new with so many new players that when it's all said and done, uh, State has a, you know can, can win the game. But if they lose, Bill, that doesn't surprise me either because they don't have Kenneth Walker, and I think he's a difference maker, um, and I think this will be a really, really close game. Finally, and you look at State's schedule moving forward, the days of these blowouts are going to be over for about eight or nine games because until they get to Rutgers in Indiana, they've got, in my opinion, really tough games coming up. So we'll see how they, you know, how they progress. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports and our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. I know it's tough to take anything out of the first two games for either Michigan State uh, or Michigan, but what positives have you taken that could help the Spartans fly back with a W over Washington Saturday night? Well, it appears that they've got three running backs. None of them are Walker, but, you know, those three guys realize that they're going to have to play well. Uh, especially Jarek Broussard. He's the kid that's in from Colorado who Tucker had. And Elijah Collins, I think, you know, they all know, Bill, if they don't play well, there's two guys behind them over on the bench that are ready to commit, so they better play well. Uh, so, I, you know, and, and, you know, you're talking about positive. I'm thinking the other way because Jaden Reed got knocked out of the Akron game, and I'm not convinced he's going to play, and they need him, frankly. But it looks to me, you know, like they're – their offensive line, you know, can, can protect Thorne a bit. I, I'm hesitant to tell you that I'm completely sold. You know, they haven't used their place kicker very much except for extra points. They picked the ball through the end zone, so I guess that's good. They, the punter's tremendous, and they always have a punter, and he's a game changer. I mean, in Washington, if Berenger, he kicks the ball down the other end of the field, Bill. I mean, I think that's a huge factor. you got to make that panic go. I don't know if you've seen him. He's good. He's a very accurate. He's got good speed. He, you know, he can make plays on his feet. He's left-handed. He throws a ball well down the field. Now, whether or not you know Washington and he are all on the same page for a team like Michigan State, you know, remains to be seen. I think Tucker's well aware. Mel Tucker's well aware that this is obviously the biggest challenge they've had moving forward. But like I say, I just, I'm watching right now in the office. I'm watching some clips of Washington's first two games. And, you know, if you knew they were playing Ohio State, you'd say, man, this Washington team's really good. 
but they're playing Portland State. So I, I, it's just so hard for me to get a read on that. And this isn't the first year. I mean, I with all, like when Ohio State played Arkansas State last week. Well, I know they went up and down a field on them, but that's Arkansas State against Notre Dame. They struggle, and Notre Dame's zero two. In my world, I got to see you play a team that's of equal strength or better. Because even if you lose a cl- like Texas. Texas, to me, is a very good team, and they did it with their second-string quarterback. Now, if he can integrate that, I think Texas is going to be a tough team to beat moving forward because they pushed the top team in the nation all the way to just about the final play. That, to me, says something. But when you play these mis- these mismatched games, I mean, Michigan, do you realize, I had up today, Bill, Michigan's first three opponents – the point spreads total 124 points. That's an average of a 41-point favorite per game. They're a 46-and-a-half-point favorite over Connecticut this week. I challenge you to find me a three-game stretch in the history of college football where any team through three games was a combined 124-point favorite. I think it's embarrassing. I really do. I think it's embarrassing the way they've let college football dictate these non-conference schedules to win these games at all costs. And almost all these, you know, like Alabama's playing, what, Louisiana Monroe? They're a 52-point favorite after playing Texas. It, it's, to me, it's got to change. And with a new media rights deal, I hope these networks have got it written into those contracts, Bill, where they're going to dictate who you're going to play. We're going to pay you this money. You aren't playing Akron. You're not playing Hawaii. Michigan, you're playing Notre Dame. And Michigan State, you're playing Washington and teams like that. And I would make it that way across the Big Ten because I don't think it helps college football in any way, shape, or form to put those games together. I really don't. I think it's coming. I, I do believe there's going to be one mid-major non-conference dog game, if I can call it that, that the schools will schedule. I think they're going to increase conference play by a game because of $7 billion plus in TV money. And then you'll have, through that alliance with the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12, or wherever it is, you'll get like one of those conference challenges where this network owns the rights to the Big Ten and ACC or whoever, and you'll get another game that will be kind of uh, interconference, and that will be it. And I, I really – they're not paying $7 billion plus for Marshall to beat Notre Dame or for Michigan to beat up on Hawaii or State to crush Akron. They're not. No, no question. And further than that, Bill, how many season ticket holders are paying top flight dollars with seat licenses and all that and the cost of going to these games anymore and seat decent seats? And you're watching a game that is essentially over after the first quarter, if not before. I mean, I don't think the spirit of college athletic competition dating back to whenever it began was ever devised that we're going to set this up so that it's a payday for the people that can't afford to get their own money together, like the mid-majors, and it's a win for us so that our coach can keep winning and we can go to a bowl game. That's just, you know, it's a survivor battle. One's a financial survival, and the other, it's a win survival so that we can get into this bowl system. But I'm with you, and boy, am I rooting for what you're saying there. I mean, if you add more conference games or whatever, even if it's a mismatched conference game, at least you're in the same conference and they're on a level playing field. But some of these games, to me, are are just preposterous the way they are. And I'd like to just blame Michigan, but I can't because I think State's the same way. Now, this week, again, you got a 7.30 p.m. game here on the East. Michigan State will have plenty of viewers, and Washington probably will. Again, Washington hadn't played anybody 
So, but the difference is they're getting a home game. They got a first-year head coach, and he's a former Indiana assistant. He was with Penix, and look, they're going to be enthused and they're going to be all excited. And State's going to have some guys on the field playing who don't have a lot of experience in big games. I mean, you know, they're new starters. They're good in the MAC because they've beaten Western and Akron, and Western and Akron aren't close to the best teams in the MAC. So there's intrigue. This, and frankly, I'm excited because there's intrigue now for State for the next eight or nine games. When I look at their schedule, Bill, they're, they're, they're going to have to play, and maybe they will, and maybe they are good. I just don't know it from these first two games. Akron was awful. Awful. I'd rather have seen Akron play Hawaii and State play Michigan in the nightcap and have a two-game series like they do in the NFL. But we didn't see that. I've watched some really bad football. Like the Arizona Cardinals against the Chiefs, Tim, the tackling, the lack of effort, I... It was as bad as I've ever seen it. And Arizona is supposed to be this up-and-coming team. You know, Kyler Murray giving him house money. And and even college football. Look at Notre Dame losing to Marshall. If you're NBC, Tim, and Notre Dame wants $60 million a year, and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to look back and say there's still a TV draw, but if they're losing to the Marshalls, why on earth would NBC pay $60 million a year to Notre Dame? They're not. And NBC, as it is, is looking to change how it does business. They're talking about cutting a primetime hour out in the future from 10 to 11. They need all this rights money for everything they're paying. And toward your point, you know, Notre Dame is cackling a bit because they think they're going to get this deal from NBC, and I think they can. But it isn't just a one-way street. Like you say, no matter what Marshall did to Notre Dame, the nation doesn't care. If that's going to happen, Notre Dame's got to play Michigan or Southern Cal. Or I mean, that, that, that's, that, it, this is business. It's got to be good for both parties and all that. Plus, why do the Notre Dame fans want to go watch Marshall? They don't. With all due respect to Marshall, and that was a good win, but this is a brand-name star you know, it's a star system and all that. And, and I, I just think, and I, don't, I haven't seen the contract, obviously, so I don't know what goes into it from the network side. But they're, they've got shareholders. They, they, you know, they're in business for a profit. And, and that's the thing about the NFL. Our, my, you know, we're NBC. Our boss says anytime NFL football is on NBC Sunday Night Football, we, the, the ratings we get are miles ahead of everything in college, including whatever Michigan or Michigan State's on, miles ahead Sunday night. Well, one reason for that, of course, is they put good games on Sunday night, and in the NFL, everybody's on a level playing field, and, you know, the action, you know, is pretty level and even across the board. I think college football has got to come to its senses with this. I mean, if you were a fan sitting there after a weather delay in the rain for Hawaii and Michigan, what do you get out of that for what you have to pay? And in the Akron-Michigan State game, even if State goes up and down the field, Bill, you're doing it against a team that is just nowhere near the same caliber that you are. I, it just, But it's it's been that way. And by the way, I had a guy today to me, sent me on the air, he sent me because this is the 40th anniversary of Michigan State's 1982 schedule. The 1982 schedule, which was an 11-game schedule, they opened at Illinois, Big Ten game, came home to play Ohio State, went to play Notre Dame, came home to play Michigan, went to Wisconsin, came home to play Iowa. It was a nine-game conference schedule then, two non-conference, and one of them were Notre Dame. And like you say, you know, the usual you're going to get one in there 
that's probably a game that isn't a big deal in non-conference. But that was 40 years ago. And why has the system changed today that you get these preposterous non-conference matchups that just have no relevance? At least now, Michigan State's got a game that it's fan base Saturday night, and Washington's too, for that matter, that they can enjoy watching because we got a level playing field, a lot of excitement. They're both undefeated. Whoever wins that game, Bill, now you're going to get a little bit more attention. i got to ask you one other thing. How can Michigan be number eight in the Associated Press preseason poll? They beat Colorado State and Hawaii and moved up four spots to number four. On the basis of what? To me, they should still be number eight because you had them that way before you saw them play. Now they've played those two nobodies, and they moved up four spots. It's just mind-boggling to me the way the system works. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, weekday mornings at 10 a.m. You can hear the huge show tape delayed in Lansing weeknights at 6 p.m. on a.m. 7.30. The game, Timmy, have a great night. We'll talk soon. Anytime, Bill. Love the show. Talk to you soon. All right. Tim Stout joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners, speaking of Lansing and East Lansing, with Michigan State University. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Is J.J. McCarthy the QB1 you want? Is it the right move? Answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain, text word HUGE to 21,000. Bud Light is served up in Detroit and across Michigan by Fabiano Brothers and other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Brittany from Tin Roof is going to join us next. We'll get an update on Game 2 and the pre-game bash. Game day headquarters, Tin Roof is the old Chelly's about a block from Ford Field. I'll be down there on Sunday. So if you're going to double dip like Superfly and his dad and family are, Watching the Tigers on Saturday night, Lions on Sunday afternoon. Stop by Sunday, early morning before the game at Tin Roof, your game day destination in downtown Detroit. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. 
Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at BeanCarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with... With $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. Urban, the Speed of Now World Tour, the must-see show of 2022, September 22nd, Van Andel Arena, with Tyler Hubbard, and special guest, Ingrid Andrus. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Keith Urban, the Speed of Now World Tour. Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. Weekday afternoons, 3 until 6. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Last Sunday, we had our huge Michigan Sports Network pregame party at Tin Roof, which is a block from Ford Field, the old Chelly's, your game day destination in downtown Detroit. Huge crowd. Man, everybody was ready for the start of the NFL season. Lions lost a tough one. We'll be there uh, for all home games for the pregame party at Tin Roof in downtown Detroit. I think Brittany from the Tin Roof crew is standing by. We'll get an update on what to expect coming up Sunday when the Washington Commanders are in town. How you doing, Brittany? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, that place was rocking on Sunday morning. It was amazing. Uh, yes, it's always crazy. Definitely for the Lions home opener, but I mean, honestly, every game is crazy down here. And, and this weekend, my producer, Superfly Hayes, is going to the Tigers game on Saturday night, Lions game on Sunday afternoon. So a lot of people are doing that double dip, make plans for it so they can go to Tin Roof on Saturday, watch some of the college football games on TV, hang out, go over to the Tigers, or just hang out and watch Michigan State on the TVs. Saturday night, and then the pregame party uh, before the Lions on Sunday. So it'll be a huge weekend at Tin Roof. Yes, it will. Uh, for people who have never been to Tin Roof, Brittany, I know you've been on the show a couple times during our live broadcast back when the Tigers were beginning their baseball season. Describe the Tin Roof experience. Um, well, we are a um, live music joint, so we've got live music every single day. Um, we've got three levels, a rooftop and a giant patio to the side of us. Um, we've got different specials running every day. We've got different kinds of music, karaoke on Tuesdays, doing piano on Wednesdays, and the list goes on and on. 
So uh, just uh, Google Tin Roof Detroit. Uh, if you're going down to any Tigers game the rest of the season, any Lions home game, uh, join the huge show in the Michigan Sports Network over at Tin Roof, the old Chellies, just behind Comerica, right across the street, block from Ford Field. Brittany, uh, I appreciate everything you guys do there at Tin Roof, and I'll see you Sunday morning. Sounds great. We'll see you then. All right, Brittany joining us uh, from Tin Roof in downtown Detroit. Do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Is J.J. McCarthy your QB1? Is it the right move? I think it is. What do you think? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Uh, Superfly, why don't we give away those tickets right now to Allison Chains and Bush in concert at Soaring Eagle, Friday, September 23rd at 6.30 p.m. We have five pairs of tickets. Uh, I think Superfly said we could mail them to the winners, right? Uh, so why don't we take callers 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. Is that five? Is that six? 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. There you go. My bad on adding caller 20. Callers 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. You'll get a pair of tickets for Allison Chains and Bush at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, Friday, September 23rd at 630. 1-866-838-4843 is the number. Superfly will hook up callers 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19. 1-866-838-4843. And you'll be checking out Allison Chains and Bush. At Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant, Friday, September 23rd. If you need tickets, SoaringEagleCasino.com and also the Soaring Eagle box office. And thanks to B-Side and our affiliate, 96.1 The Game and Soaring Eagle, for providing the Allison Chains Bush tickets. They do have a ton of great indoor and a few outdoor shows here in September before they go indoor for the colder weather. You can see all the shows they have going on at Soaring Eagle just go to SoaringEagleCasino.com. That is SoaringEagleCasino.com. If you want to join in on the conversation, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, pop in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE out of 21,000. I also have a note from the... Semic family, they were having a golf outing uh, to honor the late Brendan Semic. And his family and friends are getting together on October 15th here on the west side of the state at the Thornapple Point Golf Club. It will be a scrambled tournament, and the money will go to the family. Adam Sims and Derek DeRoche are putting this on. If you want to get a foursome in, uh, if you knew Brandon, uh, be a part of this. It's October 15th, still some time, about a month out. Uh, I have the quick link and all the info on how you can sign up and be a part of it. That's on the Huge Show Facebook page. Also, if you miss any interview, any podcast, any full show, we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search the Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. The following.
following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. They have incredible giveaways, promotions, and the new Ascend Sportsbook is now open with live sports wagering inside Soren Eagle. And their summer outdoor concert series will feature some of the biggest shows ever in Mount Pleasant. Indoor shows happening. They have the Soren Eagle Water Park and Hotel right across from the casino property. The upscale accommodations at the retreat. Everything you need is at SoaringEagleCasino.com or download the Eagle Access app. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan, hour number three. Thank you to our 19 incredible radio stations that carry us weekday afternoons at three for the one close to you, where you travel, where you're going on vacation. Just go to thehugeshow.net. Also at thehugeshow.net, you can make your pro football picks week two of the Beat Huge Contest. The picks are up. Thank you, Jesse Burrows and Tom Rosenbach and everybody at Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning uh, to play every week through the big game in February. That $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter could be yours. Conversation during this broadcast about the Lions, also Michigan State's biggest game of the year. One of the biggest out-of-conference games for Mel Tucker that he's had. Miami was big last year. They took care of business. Now a road trip out west to Washington. A gauge game before they get to the Big Ten. Something Michigan will not have as they play UConn. Tim Stout was on from Lansing from our affiliate the game 7.30 a.m. He brought up a great point. The three-game point spreads are close to 150 for Michigan. That will do a lot for confidence. The J.J. blessing happened last Saturday night. I'll give State credit for scheduling a big boy game against Washington who hasn't played anybody. And if they can go win at Washington, that could be the same springboard game they had last year against the U down in Miami. So we'll talk to Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, coming up in about 20 minutes. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com on Michigan football. Here in a few moments, our Bud Light huge question of the day. Is J.J. the right QB1 for Michigan? I know a lot of articles, a lot of conversation that, hey, man, look what Cade did. J.J.'s never won a game as a starter against a good team. And the people will flip. It's sports, folks. If J.J. can't beat Big Ten teams, they'll turn on them in a second. Welcome to As the Twitter Turns. In a heartbeat. So we'll talk to Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. Superfly, did we give away the Allison Chains Bush tickets? At Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, Friday, September 23rd. Tickets still are available at SorenEagleCasino.com and the Soren Eagle box office. We had our five winners. You're going to 
Get them the tickets. Thank you to B-Side and the crew from our flagship station, 96-1, The Game. Get your tickets for Allison Chains and Bush, Friday, September 23rd, which is the 21st anniversary of the huge show in Michigan. September 23rd. That is a fast 21 years. Think about it. My three youngest kids are 17, 15, and 14 right now. That's crazy. Also want to salute Fabiano Brothers. They serve up Bud Light to Detroit and all across the state, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. When you're watching the Lions, make sure you drink a nice cold Bud Light. And when you watch Michigan, it's UConn Saturday. It's the third preseason game for Jim Harbaugh on Michigan football uh, this year. I So here, here's a question now, Clayton, and Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joins us. Okay, we know J.J.'s a better quarterback. Uh, you have Big Ten schedule coming at you right after UConn. If you get a lead, why would you play any starters longer than you have to on Saturday? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. Um, you know, you got to strike that balance between getting your guys reps and getting them in a rhythm going into that Big Ten opener against Maryland and not getting anyone hurt. We even saw it on Saturday night with just in the second quarter. So, you know, you obviously don't blame Michigan for having Donovan Edwards, who's not even your starting running back in, but he got banged up a little bit, uh, looked like maybe an ankle and didn't come back in the second half. So um, it's kind of that, it's that risk that, you got to be willing to take to an extent. But, yeah, if you have a 40-something point lead, I think it's probably for the best to maybe just give those guys a little extra rep, you know, a few extra reps in practice rather, you know, where you can control the environment rather than in a game because you don't want to risk anything. Um, you know, you would look dumb if you had guys in, you know, when you're up 50 points late in the third or in the fourth quarter and if somebody went down. So um, they'll be fresh. I'll say that going into the Big Ten season for sure. Clayton Safey is joining us, checking in from the Wolverine.com. So uh, outside of J.J. and Cade and the separation that was visible against inferior opponents, uh, what else has been learned through the first two games that we'll see on Saturday against UConn that will prepare Michigan for their Big Ten schedule? Yeah, I mean, things look pretty good, but as you said, it's that light schedule, so everything's in that context, and it's hard to tell exactly what things are. I mean, you know, I thought the defense looked really good in that first game, but then you watch Colorado State and look at their box score from last week against Middle Tennessee in a 15-point loss. They allowed nine sacks, so Michigan's seven sacks against them doesn't look as impressive. You know, still a big number and everything, but uh, it's something to watch, and I think, you know, look at digging through some of the numbers over, you know, for the first two weeks, Michigan is getting pressure with just four rushers uh, only 21% of the time, uh, which ranks 105th in the country, and that's against light competition. So I still think they're unproven when it comes to rushing the passer without blitzing. It's something I've watched uh, and will continue to going forward. But, I mean, the offense is kind of what you expected, other than you know maybe we didn't expect J.J. McCarthy to take over the job this early. Uh, the offensive line looks pretty good. You've had a few lapses in pass protection, uh, you have you know plenty of weapons at the wide receiver and tight end spot, and really they haven't used them all that much other than a few of those throws by J.J. McCarthy on Saturday night. Uh, we'll continue to see that as they you know open up the offense. It's been pretty vanilla so far. So 
you've learned a little bit. You know, you see, you know, the effort this team plays with, I think, has been really, really impressive. Um, how connected they look, you know, especially when they could have been distracted coming in after a lightning delay. Uh, you know, they came out from those first few snaps against Hawaii and looked really fast and dominant. Obviously, Hawaii is a terrible team, but there's some things that I think will translate over. Who's been the MVP through two games for Michigan? It's a great question. Um, nobody's done anything amazing. I mean, you would probably say J.J. McCarthy, given the position and just how decisively he won the quarterback battle. The only negative with what happened with the quarterbacks the first couple of weeks was just that Cade McNamara didn't look uh, very good at all, really, you know, through two games, and he looked a little rattled. Maybe the pressure got to him, and once he started struggling and missed a couple throws, you know, then it looked like he, he was kind of pressing a little bit and almost realized uh, the look on his face uh, that, you know, he was probably going to lose the job. Um, but I'd say J.J. McCarthy, Blake Corum has looked really good in limited action. Um, I think, you know, you, you look at Roman Wilson, who actually, he, he probably would be it. Four touches, three touchdowns, one rushing, two receiving. So pretty impressive there. Um, defensively, it's been a lot of different guys, not one guy standing out, Junior Colson maybe at the linebacker spot. Um, there are some candidates, but, you know, again, the starters last week played, what, 20, 25 snaps? So it's hard to give it to one guy. They've played over 90 guys in both games. So it's, uh, it's hard to pinpoint one guy, but you've seen some good performances. Behind the scenes at Schembechler Hall, on and off the practice field, what are you hearing about this J.J. McCarthy supplanting Cade McNamara? Um, I, I think it's two different things. One, there's a ton of excitement about what J.J. McCarthy can bring to the offense uh, and the entire team as the quarterback. We saw it on display the first couple of weeks. Uh, again, in the context of the, you know, very easy games against Colorado State and Hawaii, but he still did. You know, not every quarterback in the country would go out and do what he did against those two teams, especially what he did in his first start. So there's a lot of excitement about that. And then the second thing is, I mean, Cade McNamara is still a captain. He's still going to have a role on this team. We talked about his confidence waning a little bit in these first couple weeks, and they've got to get that back. Uh, you know, he's he's one play away from playing. And, and you know, honestly, J.J. McCarthy is – still extremely unproven. So when you go to Iowa, who has no offense, but is still a really good defensive team, uh, when you play Michigan State or Penn State, you know, something could happen. Or, you know, he could go out for a drive. and You're going to need Cade McNamara. If you want to repeat as Big Ten champions, you might need him uh, to come back in. So I think that's another, you know, you know, not a huge concern, but something that they want to get done is get his confidence back, make sure that he stays, you know, with his spirits high, um, so it's kind of two things. There's an excitement, but there's also a little bit of, you know, hey, Cade McNamara is still a captain. He still has a role on this team. And, you know, you got to make sure he's ready to go if he's needed to. His name is Clayton Safey, the Wolverine.com. Part of the On3.com team is his base. Uh, game day, in season, out of season, everything you need when it comes to Michigan football and University of Michigan athletics. So uh, it's Hawaii, it's Colorado State, it's going to be UConn Saturday. It's really tough to look at Michigan and the rest of the Big Ten, but are there teams that concern you more now in the Big Ten than they did two weeks ago? Um, I don't think there's anyone that concerns me maybe more. I mean, there are teams that concern me less, like in Nebraska, unless they go on a run with an interim head coach, which you know I guess you've seen before. 
in college football. Um, things have gone pretty much according to plan when you look at the Big Ten East. I think they're undefeated, right? No team uh, on this side of the division has lost. And then the West has looked you know, a little less than impressive when you look at Wisconsin losing to Washington State and things like that and Iowa, their offense. Um, so I don't think anyone looks harder to me than, than they, you know, that's on Michigan's schedule than I thought coming in, but you know, maybe a couple easier games. I mean, Maryland looks okay. We'll see what they do this weekend. But I, I still kind of remain that I think Maryland's going to put up some points against Michigan, and, uh, you know, that might be a closer game than people think. I don't know what the spread would be on that. So, um, you know, nothing has totally stood out a ton other than, you know, maybe if, if Iowa can't score, you know, then Michigan may go in there and win by a few touchdowns. But things are always weird when you go there. There's a reason why they've lost four or five straight in Iowa City. So that's still going to be a challenge. And, you know, I think Michigan State, this we'll learn a lot about them this weekend. Uh, Penn State, I still think, has some good football in them. So there's some, you know, tougher challenges ahead. We'll see. I, I just, I really wish, like, Michigan State has a gauge game at Washington. I, I Not at home. I wish this Michigan football team had a road environment out of conference for J.J. McCarthy to start in. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, it's, this weekend is going to be like deja vu probably all over again. They're 47-point favorites, so you wish. But in a couple of weeks, they will have that test. Like it's a really good Iowa defense that forces turnovers. So we're going to see him in that environment. And, you know, he's doing what he, you know, what he needs to do against the competition that's in front of him. And then when they play some of those tougher tests, we're going to learn a lot more about J.J. McCarthy. I mean, he's unproven, but so is every quarterback until they're put in some of those tough spots. So we'll see how he responds. I have a feeling he's going to respond pretty well. Um, and if he doesn't, Michigan has one of the better uh, backup quarterbacks in the country, too. Clayton, appreciate the update. Can't wait for that epic battle as big as Ohio State at the Big House last November, UConn, and the Wolverines on Saturday. That's right. Primetime action. Thanks for having me. All right. There's Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Our Bud Light, the huge question of the day is J.J. McCarthy, your QB1, is it the right move? Making him the guy. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Talk about Michigan State's road trip out to Seattle, Washington. That's going to be a true test for this team like Miami was last year. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. The MSU Insider will join us next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. In the den. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day at SoaringEagleCasino.com. On this date in 1909, the greatest Tiger of all time, Ty Cobb, hit his ninth and final home run of the season. Those nine homers would lead the league, the only time Cobb led the league in that category. 
He won what would be now known as the Triple Crown, leading the league in average, homers, and RBIs. Cobb was also tops in runs, hits, stolen bases, on-base percentage, slugging percentage, and total bases. Oh, by the way, all at the age of 22. In his career, Cobb would lead the league eight times in hits, six times in stolen bases and total bases, and won 12 batting titles. Like I said, the best Tiger ever, and arguably the best hitter in Major League history. Low prices on family favorites, fresh produce, pharmacy, pet supplies, home improvements, sporting goods, and lawn and garden is tripping you up. Then shop Meyer, where one easy trip can save you lots of trips. Plus, save when you make the trip. Meyer credit card holders get 10 cents off per gallon at Meyer gas stations. Or save a trip with home delivery in the Meyer app. You'll get the same low in-store and sale prices delivered. Get more for your money at Meyer, where it's all just a trip away. Subject to credit approval, terms and conditions apply. See details at Meyer.com slash credit card. It's a fact. Some vehicles just work harder than others. That's why Dorman offers not one, not two, but three lines of chassis parts designed specifically for your situation. From control arms to bushings, from sway bars to tie rods, Dorman chassis parts are high performance, corrosion resistant, and guaranteed to provide long service life. That's Dorman chassis parts, available at your neighborhood Auto Value Auto Parts stores. Thanks again for shopping locally. Auto Value, where service is the difference. We get it. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Where you can tune in weekdays at 3. Also, don't forget on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. We have the free live stream. Weekday afternoons, 3 until 6 at thehugeshow.net. First test of the year for Mel Tucker in Michigan State. Saturday night out in Washington will be 4.30 in the afternoon there. Big game, similar to Miami last year. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider standing by on the Meyer guest line. And, Comp, as you break down the matchup on Saturday night in Seattle, why do you like Michigan State, or why could they be in trouble? I'm still looking at it. I've not. I, I skimmed through the Washington Kent State game a little bit, but I need to go through every play and study it some more. So I've not arrived at how I completely feel about it. But in going through it once or twice, there's no question that Michael Penix, the quarterback at Washington, a transfer from Indiana, is an excellent, excellent college football quarterback. Mobility, accuracy, strong arm, makes reads, processes. If you've got little breakdowns in your coverage, he can get to it and exploit it. And they've got receivers that can uh, do damage as well, good athletes. McMillan, Giles Jackson's out there. 
Um, they've got talent that can do things. This Washington team, at first glance, looks a lot better than last year's Washington team that ended up with the firing of Jimmy Lake. You know, DeBoer's come in there from Fresno State, who's former offensive coordinator at Indiana. That's why Penix went out there. Um, it's a good offense. I've not looked at their defense closely yet. Um, but, uh, you know, Michigan State, it, this is going to be a, a tough challenge going going on the road, going out there. Big Ten teams historically have had trouble on the West Coast against Pac-10, Pac-12 teams in September over the years for various reasons. So it's a challenge for Michigan State. It's going to be tough. Uh, injuries have been the storyline through the first two games, two expected wins with, where they were big favorites over Western and Akron. I do give you credit, Comp. You did say last Friday it would be easy uh, to cover that point spread, and they were dominant start to finish. Akron was just horrible on Saturday. So uh, what's the latest on the injuries? Guys that are out, guys that could return, guys who may miss the Washington game. You know, the the coaches, Mel Tucker and, and – and so forth. They do not give updates on injuries. Jaden Reed missed the second half against Akron, sliding into the bench, had a laceration in his back. No new information on him, but his wheels look fine, his ankles and knees and everything. I'm just, just personally, just I'm expecting him to be back, and they're going to need him, not only in the pass game, but in special teams. Xavier Henderson is a good question. You know, he was in a leg mobilizer at the end of that Western Michigan game. I'm not quite expecting him to be back. Uh, you know, Kendall Brooks has come in and done a good job with his ability to hit, cause fumbles. He's been a physical presence back there at 215 pounds as a safety. Now we'll see if Kendall Brooks can run with the type of speed that Washington's going to present to him, so that'll be something new. But as far as other injuries, that's about it. Uh, you know, Simeon Barrow missed. A lot of the second half against Western Michigan, he was back in this game. He did not start, but he was back. And uh, they're going to need those defensive tackles to be strong uh, to see what they can do to uproot that Washington offense. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the Michigan State Insider, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Huge Show across Michigan. So through two games, uh, what has surprised you about this team and what are some pulsing concerns that could develop based on the first two games on Saturday against Washington? You know, the concern, you know, Peyton Thorne needs to be sharper. He's been okay. You go back over that Akron game, he was a little bit better maybe than I thought at first blush. He's a perfectionist. He did not, he was not happy with some of his inaccuracies. So that needs to get better in order to match Penix. Otherwise, Washington is going to have an edge at quarterback. And when a home team has the edge at a quarterback position, that can lead to problems. Now, Peyton Thorne can play better than what we've seen. And Michigan State has a pass rush that theoretically can get to Penix and maybe have an adverse effect on him. So it's not an absolute when I say that they'll have an edge at quarterback, but that definitely certainly could end up being the case. So Thorne needs to get better. And, you know, without Xavier Henderson back there, safety will continue to monitor Kendall Brooks and Angelo Gross at the safety positions, whether they can turn and run with two or three verticals on a given pass route combination that Washington can throw at them that'll be uh, a lot more of a challenge than anything Western Michigan or Akron could do. So those two things right there, as far as what's looking better, you know, the offensive line against Akron, and I realize Akron was not very good, but Michigan State interior zone blocking, they pretty much ran similar zone schemes all day and had a lot of strength in there. Nick Samak at center is improved. 
Uh, Matt Carrick looks good at right guard. J.D. Duplain, J.D. Duplain is good at left guard. The double teams coming off of those zone inside zone schemes were good and physical. I think that part on the offensive line looks looks better than I anticipated at this point. But now they're going to move up in weight class, and we'll see what it looks like in Seattle. What's your prediction, early thoughts on that game for a Michigan State fan listening right now? Uh, they travel out west. Washington hasn't played anybody to start the season. I think what Portland State and uh, Kent State. Uh, here comes their first test. Here's the big game for Michigan State. I, I loved how they focused on the importance of Miami last year and just really looked like a team that was ready to have a great season. And that's what happened. And that's why I'm curious how sharp Thorne looks, uh, how they are prepared for Washington, the first big test of the 2022 season. I kind of think it could end up being a shootout with both teams, both teams getting more than 28 points. That's my first thought. I've got to go back over it a little bit closer and look at Washington's defense more closely. Um, I do think the Michigan State can benefit from last year's trip to Miami. Now, this is strange, Bill. Think about it. Usually, a Power 5 team like Michigan State in the Big Ten, they will have a major non-conference road game one year, and then the next year that team comes back to East Lansing or vice versa. It's usually a home-and-home situation. You rarely play two challenging non-conference road games like this back-to-back. That is difficult, but having had success last year in Miami, I think that uh, psychology can carry over. We'll wait and see whether it's a benefit or not. But it is uncommon, but at this point, if you're going to be going to play at Washington in a challenging game like this, I think it is good that they have uh, that that memory and that – that psychological build and how they took care of, of that of business out there in Miami 12 months ago, I think that can benefit them with this trip to Washington. I agree. Uh, just a test. Win or lose, you're challenged. It's not a cupcake. That's why I'm concerned about Michigan with three of the worst teams uh, in D1 college football and how are they prepared. I think this will help Michigan State win or lose as they turn their attention uh, to a salty Big Ten schedule. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. You can log on and get everything you need when it comes to Michigan State football and athletics at SpartanMeg.com. Comp, we'll talk later in the week. I'll get your final prediction on the game. That sounds great, Bill. Thanks a lot. All right, Jim Comperoni joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. Opt in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any Major League Baseball game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. Log on to your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to take advantage of the offer all season long. Just opt in to the one-game parlay insurance program, then place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any MLB game. If you miss only one leg on your wager, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Keith Urban, the speed of now world tour.
must-see show of 2022. September 22nd, Van Andel Arena with Tyler Hubbard. And special guest, Ingrid Andrus. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Keith Urban, the speed of now world tour. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We'll talk some football with Jim Brandstatter, former voice of your Michigan Wolverines, now just a fan showing up at tailgates and posting on Facebook. Before you know it, he'll have his own talk show. <laughs> Hey, long time no see, Bill. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Hey, I've been following you on Facebook, and I see you know photos at tailgates. And then what caught my attention today, where I told Superfly to get in touch with you, your Facebook post on J.J. McCarthy saying J.J. is the guy. I love that post. It was honest. It was real. And I think it's what a lot of people are thinking right now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'd give Jim credit. I think he gave Kate McNamara opportunity to start that opener. And you look at the results and the performances in the first two games, and I don't think anybody uh, can argue that J.J. performed at a higher level. And uh, that being the case, uh, football being a meritocracy, and you know, giving your team the best chance to win, J.J.'s the guy. And, and that being said, don't ever forget that Cade McNamara is a solid, very, very good quarterback who did tremendous things a year ago for Michigan. Took him to a Big Ten title. Took him to the national playoffs. So Cade McNamara isn't a stiff, okay? He's a good quarterback. It's just that J.J. has taken that skill that he possesses, that raw skill, and now he has polished it up so he's ready to take the, take the, take the reins. 
What do you think of this team? Because it's so hard to get a read when they've played arguably two of the worst teams in college football. Now you mix in UConn this upcoming weekend. It's really been like an NFL preseason schedule for Michigan. Outside of just J.J. getting game experience, what other positives do you like that you've seen through two games for Harbaugh and the Wolverines? Uh, Bill, I really like the defense. I mean, let's face it, coming into the season, the big question that overshadowed everything was the quarterback. But coming into the season, the other big question was, can they play defense? Can they replace Hutchinson, Ojabo, uh, Dax Hill? Can, can that whole thing work? Brand new defensive coordinator, okay? Well, I think it has. To, to me, that's been the most pleasant surprise. The fact that they look, and it, you're right, the, the, the competition hasn't been great. But athletically, uh, they are running around, flying into the football, young kids playing really, really well up front. That front seven is is looking really good. And again, we'll find out more as we go along. But early returns, Bill, uh, to me, that uh, defense has been the surprise. And if it continues to get better, um, with with the talent they have offensively, this could be a darn good football team. And I think, like I said in the piece in Facebook, and you can argue with me if you want, but I think they'll be favored in every game they play up until that last one. Jim Brandstatter, former voice of Michigan football, now just a Michigan football fan on game days, joining us on the Meyer guest line. Yeah, if I had one little pulsing negative, and I don't know how much they're showing of their schemes, I, I would think the offensive line could have been more dominating at times. But again, it's Colorado State and Hawaii, and I'm trying not to read too much into it. I really make that preseason connotation like we do in the NFL. I would agree with that. I, I think against Colorado State, uh, they were iffy, but I don't think they've been together either. Uh, they haven't had everybody healthy. And I, and I think when they get everybody healthy, we'll get a better indication of how good they are. But I, I agree with you in that uh, they've been spotty at times. And um, that's the only, if there were any issue that I had, that would be it. But other than that, I think you look at their position groups, their running backs look great. Quarterback, we know that's a solid. The, the tight end position is super strong. Receivers are crazy good. So I, I don't I don't have any issues, and I agree with you about that. It's a nitpicky thing, but uh, the offensive line being more consistent might be the issue. Jim, um, again, if Notre Dame pushes Ohio State into the fourth quarter in Columbus in the opener, they turn around and, and really were dominated until the end uh, by – uh, Marshall, of all people. And I'm looking at the Big Ten in Iowa. It looks like they have a, a, a good defense. Same thing like last year, but then we watch what Michigan did to them in the Big Ten championship game. I'm looking around the Big Ten thinking, okay, you know, Michigan State, Mel Tucker looks like he's putting together the same blueprint uh, from last year, at least early in the season. Minnesota might be laying in the weeds out in the Big Ten West. Washington State beats Wisconsin. You know, I, it, it, is, it looks like it's, you know, Penn State may be a little bit better than people think. Uh, your thoughts early through two weeks of Big Ten, not Big Ten conference play, but Big Ten teams play. I think you're right. I think everything you, you've said is kind of, I agree with Ohio State, not getting uh, the job done big time against Notre Dame, then Notre Dame losing kind of makes you wonder against, hey, maybe Ohio State's not all that great. But I, I – I think you're right about the Big Ten. I think Minnesota is, is going to be good. I think, I think they're going to be okay. Uh, 
and they're going to be a tough out. I think Penn State's going to be a tough out. Luckily, Michigan's got Penn State and Michigan State in Ann Arbor, and I think that's to their advantage. But overall, I think, wait, you got 12 weeks left in the season. Uh, lots of things can happen down that road. Teams can get better. Teams can get an injury here or there. So, but, but, but I agree. Right now, to me, it looks like Michigan and Ohio State with Penn State, Michigan State, Minnesota, um, and Wisconsin coming down the road, they might be better. They, I just think they can be better. I like Leonard as a defensive coordinator. Um, you talk about a guy that's maybe in line to be a head coach somewhere. Well, I'd take that guy in a minute if I were Nebraska or take a good look at him. But uh, I think that overall, that's where it is. I think I see five teams, and the five that you mentioned are those teams. Yeah, and like I said, you know, P.J. Fleck of Minnesota might be uh, you know, sitting there ending up in the Big Ten championship game. We'll wait and see. Uh, for Michigan to be a champion and go one step further than they did a year ago, which they were a champion, obviously it's went on the road at Ohio State, take care of business leading up to Ohio State. Uh, what, what's missing? Do you see anything? I know you're impressed with the defense. Uh, is there a hole there that the good teams will exploit? Well, it's hard to say because I haven't seen it yet. I mean, really don't know. Um, last year, the real hole that was, I think, exposed that none of us really saw coming was when uh, Georgia was able to throw the ball and get the matchups that they wanted with running backs and linebackers, and they just basically outmanned us from a standpoint of athleticism. We had linebackers couldn't run with their running backs. And, and the other thing was their speed on defense. So if, if you're looking for a blueprint – how do you beat the Georgias? How do you beat the Alabamas? It's called speed, and it's called matchup, and it's called making detailed plays. Don't make the mistake. When you've got the one-on-one matchup, running back wide receiver or running back linebacker, you don't miss the throw. You can't. And I think that that's the blueprint. And uh, it's about speed, and it's about size, and it's about getting that speed at the right spots. And... Uh, that's how you beat the guys that are right now ruling the roost in the national picture. In the Big Ten, I think, Bill, you got to beat Ohio State. I mean, that's the way it is. It's going to be Michigan-Ohio State in that last game in Columbus. If you can win that one, then you can worry about what else. But that's the one you got to worry about. Well, actually, look at me being a fan. See how you did this to me? You know, I'm telling you, you're killing me because the, the most important game on a schedule right now is Connecticut. So that's all I'm leaving you with. Well, first off, a couple of things. One, uh, you're just a fan now, so you can look ahead. You can play. <laughs> you can play the armchair quarterback game, Jimmy. It's okay. All right. No, it's not. No, it's not. I can't. I, I'm breaking out in a rash right now. Come on, stop it. Do you miss it? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I don't miss all the preparation and all the things that go into it. I mean, your week is just dominated by numbers, names, film, tape, everything. I mean, I loved it when I did it, but 43 years is enough. And uh, I'm actually kind of enjoying the ability to play golf on a Thursday, you know, and, and not worry about watching tape or any of this other stuff. So, And I still enjoy the game. And, and as long as guys like you keep talking and calling me, uh, I can still talk about the game, which is a game that I love, and it's a career that I love. 
If you were in Cade McNamara's shoes, Jim, before I let you go, how how would you be feeling right now looking back at the year you engineered as a quarterback, the comeback for Harbaugh and Michigan football to the championship level, first time to the Big Ten championship game, Final Four, and here you are two games in and you're QB2? I'll tell you right now, and, and I don't know whether he can, but and I know he'd take the call. I'm Caden McNamara, I'd call Tom Brady. And I'd say, Tom, you went through this. What went through your mind? What, what was going on with you? They were ready to put Drew Henson in there. And he did play some. What was going through your mind? And, and I can tell you what Brady will tell him. Brady will say to him, look, all I could control was what I did. And what I did was make it impossible by my play for them to play anybody else. And, and that's what I would do if I'm Cade. And I know Tom Brady would take the call. But that's, that's what I'd do. And, and I'm thinking that somebody out there, if Cade doesn't have his number, I know there's somebody that might, might have it. But I guarantee you Tom Brady would take his call. And Tom Brady would give him a great, great lesson and give him great advice in how to handle this situation. Because Brady was right in the middle of it. If you remember back, everybody wanted Henson. Henson had all the talent in the world. And Tom Brady just went out and made sure that Lloyd Carr and that staff couldn't do anything but start Tom Brady and let him win championships. And you'll hear Brady time and time again say if he didn't have that challenge, if he wasn't in that bunker in Michigan, he doesn't think he would be the quarterback he is today. That's why I think it would be a great call for Cade to make. Uh, that's a good point. Well said. Brandy, enjoy your golf game. Enjoy being a fan. Enjoy the tailgates. Enjoy being like Tank from old school uh, there outside the stadium, okay? Yeah, but I'm not a very good spectator, I can tell you that. And you know what? None of us are when it comes to Michigan football. <laughs> uh, thanks, Bill. You take care and uh, keep calling when you get there. Oh, I will, Jimmy. We'll stay. We'll never stop staying in touch. All right. Yeah, my well. yeah, my best to you and your family, Jim Brandstead, our former voice of Michigan football, joining us on the Meyer guest sign. And Meyer proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. <laughs> Wrapping up our Tuesday broadcast, Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We gave away five pairs of the Alice in Chains Bush tickets for the concert at Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant, Michigan on Friday, September 23rd at 6.30 p.m. Get your tickets at SorenEagleCasino.com and also the Soren Eagle box office. Hey, time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills, your home for every Michigan State, Michigan, N.D., Big Ten and Lions game. You'll find the Brands in Bay City for our listeners on 100.9 FM. Brands in Caledonia, just south of GR. The Brands in Cascade, east of Grand Rapids. Johnny Brands in Granville. Johnny Brands on Leonard. Downtown GR, just off of 131. And also you'll find the Brands in Holland, off of US 31 and James, for those of you listening on WHTC, every Michigan State game, including Michigan State, Washington, Saturday night at 7.30 p.m. on all the TVs at all brands' locations. 
Michigan-UConn this weekend. Lions and Washington at 1 o'clock on Sunday. You can check out their menu, and also you can order in if you're having a watch party at your house for any Michigan State, Michigan ND, Lions College NFL game. You can have your brand's favorites delivered right to your door, fresh and ready to go. Order online, check out the menu and more, or if you want to do pickup at the brands close to where you live, go to brands.com. Game day, work day, play day, lunch, dinner, happy hours twice a day at All Brands Steakhouse and Grills, the home of the world-famous sizzling sirloin steak. Get a load of baked potatoes, some of those rolls with that cinnamon butter. Mmm. Fresh salad, I'm ready to go. Watch all Michigan State, Michigan, Lions, ND, Big Ten, and NFL games on all the TVs at all brands. Steakhouse and grills across Michigan. Go to brands.com for a location close to you. Now, if you missed any interview, any podcast, uh, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and you can catch up and listen on your schedule. And make sure you get your pro football picks in every week in the Beat Huge Contest. You have until Sunday morning to try and win that $1,500 courtesy of Bean Garter at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.